Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News Shooting up your butthole The Weekly Planet The Weekly Planet Bit out of practice Yeah Just stretching <laughs> Did you brush your teeth? No I didn't Ooh. Disaster Welcome back everybody to another episode of The Weekly Planet Visual podcast of comicbookmovie.com My name is James, junior edit- editor Sorry At comicbookmovie.com Keep on rolling <laughs> With me as always my co-host no edits. Nicholas Judas Mason. Uh oh. <laughs> no. Thank you very much for carrying the show last week. Absolutely. Yeah, really appreciate. It. I, enjoy, no you know, what? I enjoyed li- listening to it because I was, I didn't have to do anything. Uh-huh. So that was, you know, it was, it was really cool. I have to say, thanks for getting Tommy Dasselo as well, like yeah. well-known comedian and podcaster Tommy. You couldn't have got just a guy. I like, absolutely <laughs> couldn't have gotten a guy because as I went to like, who should I get for the show next week? It dawned on me how much work you actually do in editing the podcast together. And I'm like, well, I could get one of my regular dumb mates to do it. And then I'll have to edit for hours and hours and hours yeah. and days. Or I could just get a guy who who, who is a good a super practice professional. talker. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, yeah. Would, you, would you guys do a podcast together? No. Oh. Well, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it is. Because <laughs> I don't know if you've ever I said use that. up all so. my talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. this, pretty yeah, much. So. Fair point. All right, then fine. Rest of the week, I'm silent like a sphinx. Yeah, like a... Like a Sphinx. They're fairly silent, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. They're known for it. Yep. But no, thank you for that. Really appreciate it. And thank you for listeners. For not abandoning us. Yeah. That's we assume. <laughs> Maybe they won't be back this week. Who knows? We'll find out. Well, we, we cracked a million downloads. Yeah. This is actually, I think this is the one year anniversary of the show. Yeah, it is. Because it's number 52. And I mean, we missed a couple of weeks, but I don't know exactly what's happening. <laughs> but we did it. We did it. Didn't so we? great. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. Let's press on. Unless every other podcast at this point has like 10 million downloads. <laughs> Which case, thanks for nothing. <laughs> now we're great. It could be true. Mm. All right. Prometheus. Oh, we're also featured on the Podmas. The oh, yeah. Podmas. I saw that. Mm. The AV Club thing. I don't know what that means. You but... got a quote. Great. It said, like, something Batman, Nicholas Mason. I'm glad it didn't say, um, I really regret the hour and a half it spent listening to this. <laughs> and it didn't open with these two idiots. <laughs> So I think, as far as reviews go, I think we nailed that. We did. So that's yeah. a good thing, yeah, because I haven't heard of that, but that's a yeah. good thing, right? Yeah. And also, also, you know how, like, if you interview somebody, mm. 
if I, you know, in the future we might interview some people for like movies or whatever. Yeah, we'll all, see. All we want to do ultimately is not be like on a BuzzFeed viral video. Like this guy's the worst interviewer in the world. Look how he does this incredibly dumb thing. Right. That's that's as long as we don't do that. We've exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. I think we could outwit a celebrity though. Right. Could we? Yeah. They're not smart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, went anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Prometheus 2 news, Mason. Okay, I'm ready. The prequel sequel to uh-huh. Alien. Sure. Thank God we're getting another one of those. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, you were hoping for Xenomorphs in Prometheus 2? Yes. Shut up. Oh. Ridley Scott says there are going to be no more Xenomorphs. Well, in the next one anyway. This is what he says. There's only so much snarling you can do. I think you've got to come back with something more interesting. And I think we've found the next step. I think the engineers were quite a good start. Do you agree? Now, the engineers... They were the big, muscular, the white, white guys. guys. Okay, right. Do you want to see more of them? Uh, First of all, what were they about? Do you, <laughs> do you know what they were? Maybe we'll find out in Prometheus 2 or 3 <laughs> yeah. or 4. Yeah. They're known for a lot of sequels, these guys. They certainly are. Um, I can't remember what they were about, but they seemed mean. They did seem mean. Quite mean. But yeah. they also started the Earth, but then they wanted to destroy the Earth. Oh, yeah. And that one guy jumped into the ocean or something. <laughs> yeah. um, look, I kind of want to see... That I want to see their like maybe their advanced technology. Yeah. I want to see some of that because you know the aliens are. Ju- He's right. The aliens are just a lot of snarling yeah, acid. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I'll see. I want to see some alien technology. Sure. But I feel I will be let down. Yeah. Well, the thing is, <laughs> the world of Prometheus is amazing. Yeah. Like it looks great. It's well cast. It's well acted. It, it all works except for the story. Do you think the world of Prometheus just seems amazing because the characters in it just? By a point of difference, are so dumb. Like they won't, they'll run in a straight line as a as a big spaceship is crashing behind them in a straight line. Sure. And so we we feel the world around them is great. But yeah. It's just because they're so dumb. That's a, yeah, that's a really good point by comparison. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I guess. When is this coming out? Uh, like 2016, I think, okay, or great. 17. Fantastic. Doesn't matter. Well, Ridley Scott's nearly 80. So how many has he got in him, Mason? Predict his death. Go. Okay. Uh, he's nearly 80. I'm gonna say he's gonna die at 83. All right. Done. Okay. Good. Do you have a number? This is Price is Right rules, by the way. It's close as you can get without going over. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go 84. Okay. Because that way, if he lives past 84, I win. Yes. Damn it! <laughs> all right. Star Trek 3. You familiar with what's going on there? Nope. Not at all. Robert Orsi. He, he wrote the first two. Uh-huh. He wrote The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. He recently dropped out of the Power Rangers movie reboot. Or and he dropped out of high school. He did. He's doing drugs. <laughs> don't do drugs. Never. Mm-hmm. Unless you really want to. But even then. Probably don't. Probably don't. Yeah. Apparently, William Shatner has been in talks or has had discussions about appearing in the next Star right, Trek okay, movie. Right, okay, sure. So, do you think... See, my problem with this is, right, the, I thought the first Star Trek reboot whatever it was was good I enjoyed it it really kicked off the, the world and whatever mm. and fresh start and then the second one just kind of rehashed Wrath of Khan yep. and was like and here's old Spock again like if you're going to do it new just get rid of Shatner get rid of Spock now right. we've seen him great job Leonard Nimoy we love you you, you have our permission to die but, <laughs> but no, he's great but do, do something new yeah I think that I like the conceit of the first one that you know, if the parallel universe was created mm. and Spock, the old Spock, is the only survivor of it. Yeah. That was a nice... Because it works in continuity and mm-hmm. nerds can't get mad yeah. that this is a reboot because it's built into the original continuity. Yeah. It's a Until the timeline. second Star Trek yeah. like, screwed up that, all that up. Yeah, when they were like, hey, uh, 
Khan's British? Khan's British now. He looks different, <laughs> even though that's not where the timeline split. Anyway, uh, if they bring in the old Captain Kirk yeah. as another survivor of the previous universe, that's not going to that's not going to. Well, fly. it wouldn't. It it, te- it couldn't technically work because if he he can't come back from the future because the future's now different. Yeah, he, does, he doesn't. Exist so yet. if he did appear, he'd have to come from a parallel dimension, the yes. original dimension, somehow. I also survived. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, and uh, or. It's future Kirk from this timeline. Right. But then they just ageify Chris Pine, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they don't look similar either, do they? No. It's like the way that young Harrison Ford looks nothing like old Harrison Ford. Correct. You you can't even tell they're the same person. I think that they should bring Shatner in, but he's like like a future hot dog vendor. Like he's a crotchety old hot dog vendor or something (laughs) like that. Space hot dogs or regular hot dogs? Regular hot dogs. Okay, good. But a space baseball. You're a traditionalist. Okay, gotcha. Space ball. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, can I don't know, because he he's always wanted a role, though. I think. Yeah, he yes. has. Yeah, so, he's been pushing for it. I don't know. Uh, look, I, as I do like Shatner, and uh-huh. I, I, but I think Nimoy brings kind of more class. Yeah, <laughs> to true. Star Trek, and I, that's I don't. It's not that I hate Shatner. I don't. I think he's. I think he's very entertaining. Yeah, he is. Um, I, I think that yeah, because if you bring him back, if you bring him in his future, Kirk doesn't really fly at all. Yeah. But if you bring him back as a different character. Mm. That's gonna, it's gonna steal focus. Yeah, which I imagine is what he wants. Yeah, but <laughs> that's his ultimate goal in life, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Steal focus. Okay. Uh, why the last man? Mason? Have you ever read Question any Star Trek mark? novels written by William Shatner? Because <laughs> no, there are Star Trek novels written <laughs> by William Shatner. Is it the further adventures of Captain Kirk? Yeah, yeah of it course is. it is. I don't know if they're young. written or ghost written by him. I by, yeah. by someone else. Or yeah. Okay. Have you read them? Uh, yeah, I have. And I don't know. I was young when I read them. I was did like, he, which one did he direct? Did he direct the? He directed... Okay. Wait. Five? Which one was five? That was the one where they found God. Ah. Uh. Like, they li- not not spiritually, they literally found God. What was he up to? Just hanging out. <laughs> Sounds really good. Yeah. There's also a book called Shatner Quake, yeah. where various Shatners from various universes team up to, like, save the world. Great. I don't think he wrote that. I oh, think okay. Well, it sounds else. like something he would write. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't want to preempt our what you read in segment, but maybe read that. <laughs> Tell me what it's like. I haven't read it. No. Why would I? <laughs> So why the last man? Yeah, I'm familiar. I haven't. I've only read a few issues of it, and I, mm-hmm. one of those ones I've been meaning to get back to. They were talking about a movie for years. This has been in the works. Uh-huh. I think since maybe the mid two thousands. But the rights have now gone back to the creators, uh-huh. so it's not happening anytime soon, which is a shame. Do or, you think we could buy the rights? Absolutely. What do you? Yeah. Mm, how much money you got on you? Like ten bucks. That needs to be up twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, well, what do you what do you think? Do you think I think we've talked about this before and not having read a lot of it, it seems like something that could you do as a kind of walking dead TV show. Yeah, I think there's too much of it to Oh, I don't know because it would be a very quick there's a lot of story to it. Yeah, there's a monkey too. There is a yes, great. <laughs> Just helping. I'm Thank helping. you. No, you are helping. That's true. <laughs> uh I don't know if you compressed it into two hours, it'd be. I think it'd be like one of those two-hour, forty-nine-minute epics yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Sure. I don't know if you you'd have to take out a lot of characterization, a lot of story development, a lot of. You leave the monkey though, yeah. Yeah, you'd leave the monkey. Okay, definitely. Yeah, he's very. He's a key. key to Is that. the monkey male? Yes. So it only affected humans. This virus. Yes. Okay. Wait. Can't remember. I have to cough. Okay. <coughs> I did it. Fantastic. Okay. So yeah. Uh, I would. I see. I would have to wonder why. Why? <laughs> Unintentional. 
Uh, I would have to wonder why no development was made on it at all. How long did they have the rights? I, I, I a lot think, of years. I, yeah, a while. Well, they talked about Shia Booth doing it when he was, you know, when he was doing his Shia Boofing. <laughs> yeah, when he was boofing about. He was about. just boofing about. Yeah, yeah, okay. When he was when he was when he was a star. When he was and a not a lunatic. Camp. Yeah. Nice. Good. Thank you. Um. So I would say I I imagine it's a case of it is too complicated to put into a film. Yeah. And so they've just put it on the shelf for a while. Yeah. yeah. So. Good luck to him. Absolutely. It might, this might be the new Watchmen. Because Watchmen oh, okay. was considered unfilmable for decades. But looking at... Watchmen is way more complicated. Than... Yeah, but it's also only 12 issues. Okay, fair point. So... Yeah, you got me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. I think they'll TV show it. And when they do, you owe me $12. Ah, that's what I've got. <laughs> that's what I've ever had. <laughs> All right, uh, just quickly, um, you know, they filmed a lot of extra stuff for X-Men for uh, the last one, Days of Future Past. Oh, yes. They're going to do. Uh, they're going to release the Rogue extended cut next year where they have to go rescue Rogue and whatever. Oh, yeah, okay. And they're like, help us Rogue. And she's like, I will. True Blood. Apparently, True Blood ended really shittily. Good thing I never started watching Dexter it. Dexter style. <laughs> Dexter style. Exactly. Really? Okay. That I watched. Yeah. Boy. Mm. Uh, did you, do you know anything about True Blood? Nothing at all. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to look that up later. Yeah. When I say later, I mean while we're doing the show. I'm going to I know stop, what you mean. When I stop talking for about 10 minutes, I'm going to look that up. So, yeah, would you be interested in that? Or would you be like, I'll just watch the extra scenes on YouTube? Uh, if it's in HD, yeah, I'll watch the extra bits on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll watch, the ex- I'll watch an extended cut, sure. Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. Okay, fantastic. And right. it might be a case of, well, I see where they cut it out now. Yeah, okay. Was it cut for time or are people saying... I think it was cut for time and complexity. Because okay, it's right. just another mutant to kind of okay, throw yeah. into the mix. Right. I have faith in that being good. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were, they were also talking about, you guys mentioned the Deadpool um, movie last year yeah. and you've spawned the catchphrase. What was it? Check out these ones. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> A few people said it actually, pictures of that, like people that altered comics. One was from um, Ravi sent one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. There's a few others. The, I think what... Um, Studios are getting the habit of, habit of doing. Now, there was a back and forth this week about whether they're going to do Deadpool as R-rated or not. Uh-huh. They won't. No, they won't, because that kills most of their audience. Yeah. But what they'll do, they'll do what they did for Wolverine Origin, Origins. Wolverine Origin, or Wolverine and his oranges. <laughs> yes. A quest of a man and his oranges. <laughs> the, one, the last one, the Wolverine, where they'll release an extended R-rated cut. Would you watch like a special effects reel of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine and he's just cutting oranges in midair yes because you know they show those miracle blades and yeah. they can cut it like a pineapple in half absolutely i would yeah definitely that's in the extended cut so you're in <laughs> sure. but i think that way if they just announced from the start listen we're making this movie it's going to be pg-13 but don't worry there will be an r-rated cut i think uh-huh. everybody's happy then i don't think anybody's seen that in cinemas though the, the pg version absolutely. yeah they will nah nah wait yeah we're disagreeing aren't we we are disagreeing okay yeah. no yes I didn't know I won't, I didn't know there was an R rated cut of Wolverine. Yeah. I probably would have waited to DVD. Oh really? Had I known that that was there. Had you I not think... been forced to watch it by this podcast. Correct. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about the Wolverine? Yeah. Okay. Mm. I like that one. Yeah, me too. All right. Um Yeah, I don't know. I would I would hold out probably. Mm. Maybe I'd wait maybe I'd wait for like one of the smaller cinemas to put the R rated version on screen. Like oh, on yeah. the big screen. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Because you don't want to see Deadpool running around sorting people and nothing's happening. No, you know? you're right. You don't. Okay, what, what's um? Mm, I'm trying to think what the limit is for R-rated. Like, what, what's the line? I know you can say fuck once, but I'm not sure as far as blood and gore goes. I think it's completely. You up can have to one me. blood. 
True Blood? Uh, sorry. <laughs> okay, you've got True Detective stuff oh, happening. Oh, I do have. Well, this this happened right after we recorded the podcast last week. Yes. Uh, two of the cast members of the second season of True Detective have been revealed. Mm. They are uh, Vince Vaughn and Colin Farrell. I like it. Yeah. What do you think? Well, because look, would you? What would you? What did you think last? time when it was oh, i didn't follow it exactly until... i didn't know anything about true detective yeah. about the time yeah. but you know before the first episode came out mm. i think i would have been like oh matthew mcconaughey and, yeah and woody harrelson yeah, yeah so i i imagine i've got a, i've got faith in these absolutely guys, right? i think i think they've i think they know what they're doing uh-huh. uh and you know what it's it's fine colin farrell's a good actor he hasn't really done anything good i think but yeah <laughs> i <laughs> like you but phone booth hearts war sure daredevil no yeah, that's about it. Some romantic comedies he's been in, probably the one with Russell Crowe where he's from the past. It came out earlier this year. Or... Time Cop. Yeah, that's the one. Um, yeah, okay, but maybe that's the point. Maybe you have to wait for the. Maybe they wait for the stars' power to wane a little bit. Yeah, and then they pounce, and then people have a certain amount of familiarity. And yeah, they, absolutely. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. But it is. I think Vince Vaughn is the 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 one that people are most like. I think Colin Farrell. People are like, well, that's Minority a- Report. Yeah, there we go. I think Colin Farrell. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I think Colin Farrell is kind of neutral to most people. They're yeah. like, well, I could take him or leave him. Yeah, I loved him in Total Recall, but that's about it. <laughs> but I think it's for most people, it's Vince Vaughn because the yeah. last what was the last movie he did? It was that Google movie, right? <laughs> Where him and it might have been Wilson's that. It might have been Couples Retreat, right? But yeah. yeah. But you look at he, like he's done a lot of good stuff, like yeah. Made and Swingers, Swingers, and I mean that those were a long time ago. Very long Jurassic time. Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Sure, like he, he can, he can, he can act. Well, he was originally positioned in Hollywood as kind of a, a dramatic guy. He was in the Psycho remake. I was too. So yeah. I think maybe that's maybe they're like maybe the creators are like we've seen a little bit of that. Yeah, and we want to see more of that. Maybe I don't know. Here's here's a something that came up as I was looking through that. Mm. Um, here's a rumor or opinion. Maybe could John Favreau help direct True Detective season two? Okay. Which is neither here nor there. No, but I think that it's is only because they're friends. Yeah, I think they're friends. I think that's interesting that Hollywood seems to think that Vince Vaughn can only be controlled by John Favreau. Yeah, it's like the Matt Damon, uh, Ben Affleck thing. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like, as soon as Ben Affleck was Batman, people were like, well, Matt Damon, will he be Aquaman? Or yeah, right, yeah. They, they exactly. don't live together. I think it's maybe they think that maybe Favreau has like some sort of magical amulet <laughs> and he's the only one who controls Vince Vaughn. Otherwise, he goes on some sort of weird rages. <laughs> Um, so there's two more people to cast. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Fuck. Sorry, I'll cut this out. Jesus. Sorry, go on. So there are two more people, there are two more actors that need to cast, mm. or that they have cast, or yeah. I don't know. Here's, here's two rumours. Rachel McAdams. So we need, yes, because they need a female lead, yeah. one, one assumes. Uh, Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, like that as well. What do you think of Taylor Kitsch? We've talked about him before. Poor man's Channing Tatum. Yep, I'm on board with that. He got into Gambit first, but now he's out. Right. Now, now Channing's in. Disappointing for everyone. Yeah. Mm. Taylor Kitsch I'm not so sure about. I mean, I don't really... Mm, maybe. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I think when nobody's going to be convinced until we see it on No, screen. I mean, look, you know what? To be honest, it'll be fine. Yeah, because yeah, True Detective was great, and the second season of a show was always better. Give me any example. Dexter. Not true. Not true. Correct. The Wire. Not true. Wait. Yeah, it was. Was it? Yeah. I thought there was season two was the weakest season of The Wire. That's what people say. Uh, I've never seen it. I, that's I really like one, but that's, that's yeah. just me. Sure. A lot of people like the school one. The, the school, school season. one. Sure. sure. Yeah. School's important. Five is the weakest one. Okay. Season five is the weakest one. Because right. I think they were just like, we've got to churn out one more. 
Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. And also, one of the characters fakes a serial killer. Doesn't really make any sense. Fakes a serial. He pretends like he pretends that there's a he's a he's a cop and he pretends that this is not important. But there's a, there's a he's a cut the main character. Like he he wants more media attention on you know the cops cleaning up the city and so he pretends there that there's a serial killer. Ah. Like he 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 adds when there's there's a lot of just murder, a regular murder. Here. There's a lot of murders in Baltimore and he adds like a a serial killer signature to one of them and then he keeps adding them. Ah. Uh, doesn't really make any sense. No, like a lot of the character, a lot of the stuff in. A lot of the stuff in the Y was based on true events and real people. Yeah. Even there's a character called Omar who's like the Punisher kind of mm. thing, and he was based on a real guy. The Punisher, yeah. Yeah. But I I don't think this was. I think it, it might have uh, been, in, in which it case, might have been I'm quite the, the year that Dexter started. Yeah, that <laughs> so was probably like, it, yeah. Mm. Mm. So, no, True Detective. Great. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. I'm actually really hoping there's just one more of those one take, really long. Yeah, sequences. absolutely. I love those. But then again, maybe I'll be like, oh, this again. You know, <laughs> Hard to please. Uh, Jeremy Renner says there are whispers of Haw- of a Hawkeye role in Captain America 3. Maybe it's one of those walk-ons like in Thor The Dark World where <laughs> sure. Chris Evans shows up for two minutes. Gets it a bus. Chris Evans? You mean Jeremy Renner? No! You're talking about Thor 2, aren't you? Yes. I'll edit that out. Great. I won't. <laughs> But yeah, he also said when he was responding to the um, news that Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters 2 has been written, and he says that he doesn't have a problem with it. Fantastic. So. Quote him, it's a paycheck. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Did you see that one? No. Me neither. I think I saw like some of it, and then I fell asleep and woke up and something found Kajaks Jackson. <laughs> that's what I remember. So yeah, there you go. Uh, the Kingsman. Oh, yeah. Just saw those trailers. Secret Services. Uh, new trailer this week, but you just watched all two of them. I did. What did you think of that? I, I did the double. I did yeah. the double whammy there. <laughs> yeah. uh, look, I it looks great. Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn directed it. X-Men. Right. Yeah. First class. Uh, Kick-ass. We've got Colin Firth in it. He's yep. great. We've got some chav kids yeah. doing chavvy stuff. <laughs> We've got some preppy kids are all smug. Yep. I like the look of it very much. Mm. Looks very stylish. I kind of get the sense I've seen most of the movie having seen both those trailers. Okay, yeah, fair point. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like it's pretty close to the comics, except there's a plot point in it, in the comic, and this isn't really a spoiler because it's revealed straight away, that the guy is collecting celebrities. Have you read it? No, I actually haven't. I should get to it. For whatever reason, the, the, the villain is... Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, and I'm Chewing not... some scenery. Chewing some scenery. But I'm not sure that they're doing that in, uh, in this one. Okay, not right. that I've seen from the trailers. Okay, cool. Who knows? It's actually because the, 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 it's just called. I didn't think the the story was great. To be honest, I read it. It's fine, uh-huh. but I think anything that Mark Miller does now, they're just like, let's make it a movie, no matter what. I didn't you know, know this was a Mark Miller. There yeah, you go. yeah. So there is you. it is it is it dynamic looking like the trailers for this? Is there a lot of kind of cinematic kind of action? No, it's in it? it's very traditional. I think it's Warren Ellis who. Sorry, not Warren. Who's the guy who did Watchmen? Dave, Dave Gibbons. Gibbons. Yeah, I might okay. be wrong, but I'm looking. No, up. no, Dave Gibbons was in the in the. Trailer crash, awesome, so cool. him, yeah. Of course not. I've actually, because I had Warren Ellis thing later to say. Uh-huh. Sorry. I made a real <laughs> fool of myself. You have. Um, yeah, it, it's it's just very traditionally drawn. Like, it looks fine. It looks, it looks great, but it's not like, uh, you know, where it's in, um, where it's like Kick-Ass or uh, Superior. It's, it's, it's a different kind of, it's a more, anyway, whatever. Who cares? I care. Go I on. actually care about it. It's interesting. <laughs> no, 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 I yeah. just meant the, what I was saying. Who right, cares? Right, right. But uh, the movie I am looking forward to. Yeah, it looks to. really good. Yeah, yeah. It does look, do, do you feel it's a bit like... I got a whiff of like, you know, the Hunger Games Maze Runner. Yeah. Like they want to get, you know, it's, it's teens working together sure. kind of thing. Is that what the comic book's like? Not really. Okay, good. It's no. so. Do you think this? Do you think these trailers? They're are probably putting it that way on purpose. Yeah. Right, do you okay. see the Maze Runner? No. Why would I? 
because you. I don't you know. know what I did is I read the I read the Wikipedia some plot summaries. Yeah, they make zero sense. <laughs> I'm like, I, I I should get into this. I'll I'll look. I saw the trailer. Wikipedia, Wikipedia right. always has like a nice concise summary. You get a sense of what the world is. You get yep. a sense of the characters, and here's a little bit of the plot. And it's just somebody has written out more or less the entirety of the books, and I don't want it. That's it's not helping. It's not helping. Maze Runner Wikipedia editor. No. Is it robots that they're up against? Or is it some kind of utilitarian society? I think it's a virus. What? I think there's a totalitarian society and a virus. Okay. Yeah. Two. Correct. (laughs) Fine. Whatever. Two things. Great. Uh, Interstellar news, Mason. I'm ready. Uh, They've revealed the running time. It's two hours and 49 minutes. Oh, boy. Which, coincidentally, I think you said two hours and 49 minutes before. I did, because I was thinking of Interstellar. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Okay, right. That's long, but boy, it's Christopher it? Nolan, so I'm kind of, I'm okay. So it'll be it. long and boring. <laughs> yeah, no, I like Christopher <laughs> Nolan. He's great. But again, yeah. I have no idea what the plot of this film is yet. The, the new trailer It has not drawn me into it yet. But I, I'm definitely more drawn into it. Okay. Yeah. Is there a new trailer around? There's been a couple, yeah, and some TV spots and that. I'm still not exactly sure what it's about, but it looks intriguing and it looks very practical. <sighs> But I didn't know much going in with, to Inception. Mm-hmm. Probably more than I did this at yeah. this point. But it's uh-huh. something about going to another world and farming or corn, okay. remember? Yeah, okay, good point. They're going to find space corn, I yes. understand. So, Demand. But I do know that the Avengers trailer is going to be at the front of Interstellar. Yes. So that's probably that's what I'm I was go. leading into. Absolutely. Yeah. But normally with trailers, they release them about a week before they in cinemas. Yeah, so there's no point, really. No. <laughs> so we don't have to see... Great. Stella Mason. Great. So yeah, uh, Matthew McConaughey's got a quote about it. He says, do you want to hear it? Yes. I don't have a problem with it. No, that was, <laughs> that was a Redder's quote. Uh, he says, not to talk it up, but he says, this is the greatest adventure I think any of us will see on film. Big call. <laughs> yeah. Very big call. Yeah. You, you know what though? Maybe I'm naive. That could be true. We have seen Prometheus. Though. Good point. I'm not saying it will be true. It probably won't be true. I've read the Wikipedia summary for the Maze Runner. So, what is Virus? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm not saying it will be true, but that, it wouldn't, yeah, maybe. That's You've got saying. high hopes is what you're saying. I do have high hopes. That is going to, if, if that is not true, you're going to be let down very hard. But you, you know what though? I don't have a best. He doesn't say what I've, the best one I've been involved in. And bearing no. in mind, I was in Sahara. <laughs> I like Sahara. Clive Custler's Sahara. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Why did National Treasure get a sequel and not Sahara? That's all I'm saying. Oh, because everybody got sued. Oh, that's Sahara right. made no money, and then the production company sued Clive Custler, and he sued them, and then everybody sued Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> and Nicolas Cage just walked away. What just walked away. <laughs> just walked away with his wigs and his Fabergé eggs or whatever. His dinosaur skulls. I don't know what he does. <laughs> So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, but the, like, I, I don't have a. People always ask me, "What's your favorite film or whatever?" I don't have a favorite film. Mm-hmm. But if you had to pick one, well, if I put you on sunshine. the spot on a podcast, sunshine, okay, yeah. sunshine, probably. So yeah, I do have a favorite. You movie. know, I was, and reading... that, this looks similar to that. So okay. not similar, but you know, I was reading an article a couple of days ago on great movies that are ruined by bad endings, and yeah. Sunshine was number one. That's bullshit. What do you think about that? Look, I know it takes a turn at the it end. It turns into a weird slasher horror film. I don't care. I okay. love it. Very I love good. it. I don't yeah. care. I'm glad. Good. You're backing yourself. <laughs> you, that was a test, and you passed the test. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it takes many turns, and I'm happy with it. Okay. I'm actually, I'm actually going to do a movie, a video on underrated sci-fi movies. Is it going to be called Why That Guy Who Wrote That Article Is Wrong? <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> yeah. But like, obviously it's all subjective or whatever, but mm-hmm. you know, what's your favorite movie? Probably Aladdin Return of Jafar, yeah? Yeah, definitely. 
Do you have a favourite movie? Oh, I'm not off the top of my head. I'll think of one. Okay. I'll get to it. Sure. Maze Runner. <laughs> so we can read his synopsis. Correct. One more piece of news, Mason. I'm ready. Taken 3 has a name. Okay. I have to spell it, if that's okay. <laughs> it's not Taken with a 3 in space of the, the E. The e? It's, is it? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. T-A-K-3-N. Wow. Tactrian. So. Great. That looks good, doesn't it? Did you see two? I've those before. No. Garbage. Uh, so, <laughs> when you say garbage, though... I mean garbage. I mean literally a pile of garbage. Huh. Yeah. No, what do you mean? It's Liam Neeson fighting his way out of a pile of garbage. <laughs> um, is it bad in comparison to the other one, or is it on par with the other one, but you're just sick of watching those films? It is m- much worse than the, than the original. Huh. And it takes place in a smaller location. The characters are dumber. Yep. Neeson's fine. The fighting's worse. Okay. It's a different director. Yep. I can't remember... I think... Mm, but this time his whole family gets taken, right? And him. Oh. So, yeah. But then he gets untaken. But there's a scene where his daughter's trying to locate him and it involves her throwing grenades off a roof and then triangulating his position by how far he can hear the grenades and circling a map. It makes zero fucking sense. Yeah. And he, and he basically, the, the last fight is he just punches up a kind of a kind of pudgy Eastern European guy in a tracksuit. <laughs> like, and the, the fighting is really bad. Like, way too close and... It cuts way too quick, and it's right, just right. it's it's not good. But at the same time, check it out, Mason. I will. <laughs> so anyway, there's going to be a third one of these pieces of garbage. Yes, great. Yeah, the Europeans love them. That's why they, they sure do. Having... Well, apparently, Equalizer is like Denzel Washington's Taken. That was out. Yeah, and people like that. But mm. who cares? Yes, exactly. Mm. In many ways, Burn Notice was no because your the... favorite movie. Yeah, my favorite movie. But no, Burn Notice was essential because the Equalizer started as a TV series. Yes, back in the day with Edward Woodward. Real guy. Who's he? Edward Woodward. What else has Edward Woodward been in? All sorts of stuff. Anyway, the point is, he was in that, and Burn Notice was more or less sort of a remake of that. It's a guy, and he and he fight, and he's an ex, you know, Secret Service operative, sure. and he helps people out in the community, and he punches a whole bunch. And his of people. best best friend's Bruce Campbell. Correct. Okay, gotcha. That's what happened? Yeah. Really? Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't officially, but it had, it had that vibe. Sure. Mm. Edward Woodward. Edward Woodward. Is that a? Did he take on that name? No, that's his actual name, as far as I know. Great. Not going to look it up. <laughs> Alright Mason That's the news for this week mm-hmm. Barely the news Rough of the news Whatever we decided It's called Great um, Just want to say A quick shout out uh, For the people who uh, Have donated to our Commentary tracks Yes absolutely um, We got Like uh, Too many to mention Which I really appreciate I'm not like thousands of dollars People are worried It's certainly not it's, We've probably got about <laughs> 150 in total or Something like that But um, XZ Neil He donated $51 For our 51 Episodes. Wow, that's amazing. What a bloody legend. Exy Neil, more like sexy Neil. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, he says he liked uh, his donation. He'd advise either A, Nick Mason used to buy season two or three of Game of Thrones on Blu ray or DVD as an incentive to finish the first season. Great. Or B, a reimbursement for all the bad movies this podcast forced you guys to see. Namely, Transformers 4, Expendables 3. Thank you uh, for seeing them so I don't have to. <laughs> you are welcome. Very welcome. Yeah, I, I remember I saw a review for our podcast. I was like, great, I love it. What you should download every episode. Skip Expendables three. Huh. <laughs> fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. You know what? In many ways, I I do appreciate, I do appreciate that I had to see the Expendables one because I can see what like really mainstream audiences seem to enjoy, and also because of that weird Kelsey Grammer slice to alone fashion parade <laughs> in the middle of it. I don't know what was going on there, sure. but I loved it. Absolutely. So thank you, uh, everyone, who donated. Absolutely. And, and XZ Neil. Yeah, like I said, though, you can. They're still there. Uh, a few people have recommended some other ones that we could download. Oh yes. 
uh, Dylan McClymont. He says, X-Men, uh-huh. the new X-Men movie. Han uh, Brackets Kush Solo says, do a Watchmen commentary to prove you aren't Marvel fanboys or dickheads. Look, we can't prove the second one, ultimately, <laughs> but I guess we could prove the first one. We have to do a DC film. We do. Yeah. You're right. But we should probably do X-Men first, because that's out soonish. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. And then we do the Rogue one, oh. with the Rogue cut. Oh, yes. So, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, but like we said, though, thank you for donating or downloading for free, whatever. Totally. Life is... A roller coaster. It, it sure is. Box of chocolates. Um, now, the topic for this week... A bitch week. and then you die. All the same things that life are. Is, sure. Yeah. Uh, if you've read the the topic for this week, Mason, I haven't. When you download the podcast, all oh, right, sure. In the future, uh huh. Because you're from the future, great. Do people know that? People, <laughs> yes. Uh, this episode is still a- don't have any hoverboards. No, mm. fuck that, man. It's next year. Where the fuck are the hoverboards? That somebody's gonna have to do something. I know. Look, I, I look. I don't, by that I mean riot. We're all gonna have to riot until the governments give us hoverboards. Now, somebody's gonna do a stunt, right? Somebody yeah. Well, else- there's already been a stunt. But it was really poorly done. I can't mm. remember who did it. But it was like, it was clearly guys on wires with boards strapped to their feet. And they were like, and Christopher Lloyd was in it and everything. And they are like, look, it's hoverboards. They're real. And it's like, ugh. Like, nobody believes this. But, you know, people do. I think Apple's going to have to step in and build hoverboards. Yeah, absolutely. Like they're going to have to. If they spent a billion dollars and made hoverboards, they would make 10 billion. They, they'd just, they would own the world. They would. Yeah. Would you be happy if yours didn't work on water? Would you be okay with that? Yeah. Unless you got power. Uh, no, I'd be okay with it. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, good. We're not even close. It's never going to happen. What? They're not going to give us flying cars, jetpacks, or hoverboards. Because how dangerous. Exactly. We burn our butts off. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about? <laughs> so we're going to talk about some uh, show that's returned and two shows that have uh, premiered, Mason. Yes. The third one, just briefly, because that's something I sprung on you. That you did, yeah. I was playing it cool, but uh, there we go. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day, and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away, and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025-1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. 
so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. So why don't we talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. first because you haven't you start watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Boy, did I. Four minutes into the third episode. <laughs> I don't know. When Where did you stop? Uh, Five in? Four in? No more than that. I reckon I went seven in, maybe. Cool. Well, it got better after Captain America. We've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. How many, was there 22 in the season? Yeah, I think there was. Yeah. I must have I must have watched more than that then. I don't know. Yeah. Look, go back. Rewatch it. I'm them. not going to. <laughs> but look, you, 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 you're not going to go back and watch any of them, I assume. Even the after Captain America ones, right? I will probably watch the episode that Sif is in. Yep. Uh, and I'll probably watch the episode that Nick Fury is in. Okay. Cool. Are there any other guest stars? Uh, Chisel. Chisel's in it. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> no, uh, no. I might. Oh, uh, sit well. No, I probably won't. Probably won't bother. <laughs> Patton Oswald. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. But he's in these new ones, so who cares? He is. Uh, I will probably watch. Is, is there an episode with kind of a spectacular Deathlock fight sequence? No, not really. Oh, then I won't There's bother. There's an okay kind of thing. Okay, then I won't bother. Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Bill Paxton. Paxton. Yeah. Which one, right? though? Both. Which one is he? <laughs> He's the one from Alien. Z. 
That's Paxton. Yeah, it's Paxton. Or is it Pullman? No, Pullman's the president. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's Paxton. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, great. <laughs> Definitely Paxton. Look, yeah. There needs to be a chart. Spoiler alert. <laughs> like, that was genuine. I have no idea. It's like, yeah, there needs to be some sort of Gary Busey, Nick Nolte chart as well. Agreed. Yeah. Mm. What was I going to say? Now, yeah, spoiler alert for Agents of Shield season one, I guess, and uh-huh. this first episode. Yes. So, basically, the last season ended with Hydra had infiltrated Shield and Shield had been disbanded, and then uh, Coulson was given the task of restarting Shield. Um, because it's fun. Yeah, sure. And this is a goof, and that's how this season ep- and, and they have a much they have a they have a much smaller uh, headquarters now. Yeah, it's called the playground. Yeah, right? is that yeah something okay. like that? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I watched it a while. I can't remember a lot. I didn't hate it though. I I, I, was I like, also what didn't, didn't hate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Am I back on board? Tentatively, no. yes. Okay. <laughs> because remember what happened last time. People do I... remind. I don't know if you read. There's emails where like. That we get, it's like, oh, I listened to the old episodes, and it's funny how Nick Mason was so positive. so enthusiastic about Agents of Shield, and then it bit him in the ass. You're right, it definitely did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, th- th- this um, premiere was down 58 percent from the last premiere. Like, it's still. Oh, not well, I was going to talk about ratings. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk, yeah. So that's not great, but that's their own fault for making 17 not so great episodes. Sure. So you know, what do you reckon? Just overall. Just overall. I look. Whatever. I enjoyed it. You know what? They opened. They opened with a villain who's got superpowers. Great. I'm on board with that. Yeah. And he's not he... a guy who's like, oh my, these powers. What do I do? <laughs> oh, controlling gravity, or am I right? It's a guy, and he's got these powers. He's had it for a while. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. He's breaking people's necks. He's he's absorbing bullets, turning into asphalt or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's good and it's a known bit. It's, absor- it's absorbing man crush yeah. from Marvel. So, as we talked about last year, there is a multitude of villains to choose so from. So many. You don't have to go to generic computer hacker. Right. Exactly. So, you know. Mm. What did you think of Jake Chisel's return? I mean, not that now that he's a bad guy. Well, again, some, somebody asked me on Twitter, "Are we going to keep calling him Jake Chisel because he's got a beard now?" No, it's Jake Fuzzy was. <laughs> That's what we're calling him from now on. I am aware I've sprung this on you, but it's made a decision. Fine. Okay, Jake Fuzzy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's back. Yeah. Okay, but he's been replaced with a number of other fairly yeah. generic... There's a kind of British-ish guy. Yeah, there's British? British-ish. Yeah, yep. and there's uh, Black Jake Chisel. Correct. Black Jake Fuzzy was, sorry. No, he's Chisel. He's Chisel. Oh, he's Chisel. Yeah. He's okay, good. Can we call him Jake Chisel? Can yes. we shift the man? Blake Chisel. <laughs> okay. Because he's the Black Jake Chisel. Done. Great. <laughs> Uh, look, it's a much more interesting show than what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Like you said, shrinking uh, shield and what they're capable of, smaller headquarters, more of, like well-known characters from the comics, mm-hmm. real villains yep. as opposed to hackers that aren't really villains. I can't remember what happened there. No, neither do I. So, yeah, great. You know, also, if we're talking about the Absorbing Man, the effects were good, I thought. Yeah. Especially they, they did the... When he turned into like the Lex and plastic and he was clear and he was sort of invisible. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was yeah. quite well done. Sure. Um, he even at one point, because Absorbing Man's weapon in the comics, generally speaking, is a big ball on a chain. <laughs> they managed to get that in where he pulls the, he pulls oh, the ball okay. off in the, in, yeah, the, in, sure. the, in the park and he swings it around for a little bit. Little nod. That nods. was a little nod. That was a little, that was a little Batroc the Leaper from, uh, sure. you know, from uh, Winter Soldier. Absolutely. Uh, it was good. Great. Uh, and they did a, that was a decent car flip, I thought. When he turns into asphalt and he flips the car. Sure. Solid. They did it for real, which yeah, was nice. Yeah, yeah. Did they? It seemed like they did it for yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. uh, TV CGI, you can usually tell. Correct. Um, what did you think about bringing in Lucy Lawless and killing her immediately? Is she dead, though? I think so, yeah. Really? Yeah. But she just lost her arm. No, I think she then died. 
Because the car flipped. Nah, she's probably still fine. And the only guy that got out was a British guy. Nah, she's probably still fine. I don't think so. I think she's dead. I think I saw in an interview that she's dead. Oh, okay, right. They tried to do like a clever kind of... You know, some shows do that where they bring in like, this is the main character. Oh, they're dead or whatever. The Steven Seagal executive decision. (laughs) That's what we call it. (laughs) Really? Okay. Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, Maybe she's not, but... She'll probably come back, I guess, but... um, I mean... If she's definitively dead, who cares? That's actually a really good point. Yeah. But there was a lot of build up there. She had the she grabbed the thing, she yeah. had a blue arm, they had to cut off her arm. Yeah. Then, then she got car flipped. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Seems like a lot of effort. She just it does. Mm. What do you think about Fitz going crazy or Simmons? Whichever one he is. Yeah. Uh look fine, good. A mm. little little bit of depth there. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what happened to him? Um did he drown? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was in the in a box. Oh. Yeah. So that was great. Mm. It's more interesting. I'm going to stick with it as I have been, except I enjoy it slightly more than I used to. So it's <laughs> less of a chore. Uh-huh. Anything else we want to uh, talk nice about? Nice appearance from Peggy Carter and the, oh, the Howling Commandos. Yeah, absolutely. That is the... They got a couple of them in there. So that was nice to see. Yeah. Like, yeah. I thought it was just going to be Peggy Carter. I hope we see more Howling Commandos then. In... Me too. Maybe in flashback? Yeah, or even just have them on the Peggy Carter team. Is this the is this the backdoor pilot to Agent Carter? I believe so, yes. Okay, right. Hmm. Is she going to have any more appearances than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? We I, don't know. I doubt it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We've got Neil McDonough with his little mustache and his He's little good. hat. I like him. Yeah, it's yeah, good, yeah. good stuff. Yeah. How many stars, Mason? I'm going to give it a tentative three and a half stars. We don't do that, Mason. That oh, was a trick. That was a trick. <laughs> God damn it. Now, if you, I'm, going to make, I'm going to trick you into giving something else a star, and I'm going to remember this. I'm going to compare them and be like, well, you gave Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah. Stars. Okay, good call. Uh, hang on. Do we have any more to talk about in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I'm, I'm just scrubbing through. I've just got through, what i got here. Just scrubbing uh, through my copy here. just to, to This is all I've got written here. Agents of they S.H.I.E.L.D. Have, they stole a Quinjet. And it's got a cloaking device Quinjet. on it. Okay, good. Yeah. That was good. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what I've got <laughs> written here, okay? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. down 58% from Premiere. Are you back on board? Question mark. Chisel's back. It's a much more interesting show. Lucy Lawless dead. That's everything that's I've all written. You know, that's everything yeah. I've written. That's down. ultimately all the most interesting parts of the series. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. Let me see. Um. Oh, interesting that the um the shield car is just a regular car. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Where was the machine gun hidden in the dashboard for for shooting people in the car? You know. Good point. Uh, all the characters are kind of the same. Melinda May's the same. Um. Blah blah blah. Patton Oswalt. Is there some rumours that Patton Oswalt is a life model decoy? Yeah, that's... Because there's a, there, he had a brother in the previous and season, he died, right? Who yeah. died, and yeah. now he's a... Why can't they just be twins? There's a guy who can turn in a diamond. <laughs> why, are we, why are we on board with that, but not... Have you ever seen Twins, Mason? No, actually, I've never seen that. Yeah. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's one of those things, like, with Coulson coming back, where that'll be, like, uh, a thing that they'll kind of touch on throughout the season, and uh-huh. then it will reveal to be nothing. <laughs> Great. So, like, no, Coulson's ended up being something. Yeah. They brought him back to life by poking his brain. See, I'm still not on board with that. I'm still not just... You should have said... You should have gone by comic book rules. He wasn't 100% dead, and they got him to a thing in time, and then he's, then he's fixed. Yeah. You can't say someone's actually dead in comics. Or no. in comic-based media. It doesn't work. Unless you're doing time travel. Yeah. And they're not doing time travel yet. Not, yeah. And if they start doing time travel in the Marvel Universe, they're not going to start it in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, absolutely not. <laughs> there you go. Anything else in your notes? No, nope, that'll do it. All right. When you say notes. <laughs> brain. Brain. Head brain. Head brain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Now, uh, Tim Richards wrote in. We're going to talk about Gotham now. Hi, Tim. If you're ready. I'm, I think I'm ready, yeah. Now, if I have another thought about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'd just say Jump it, in. Great. Get in at any point. Okay. Uh, now, Benjamin McKenzie has commented on <laughs> mustache 
Having a mustache, mustache gate. Gotham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mackenzie now, mustache. Did he, did he use our famous hashtag? He didn't use the hashtag. Mackenzie mustache. But this is what he said, and people have said that. A few people wrote in with this. That said, this this could very well be your guys' influence. I like to think so. <laughs> I really hope so. But this is what he said. Uh, Mackenzie. Thanks to the incredible harassment on Twitter. <laughs> you know what? I wish we could have done it now, because we've got more listeners yeah, and we true. could have really harassed him. Really harass him yeah. I mean, thank you to all those who did harass him because we still harassed him enough that he seemed to notice. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, this is what Mackenzie says. And then as soon as it hit the internet that I was doing it, you know, Gotham, all anyone wanted to talk about was whether I have a mustache sure. or not. We're anyone, guys. We did it. <laughs> so that's great if that was us. Um, the, it was actually, he spoke to the, the writers and the showrunners about it, and they said, uh, no, you're not going to have one because they decided that he'd look ridiculous with a mustache. He kind of would. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of different varieties of mustache, guys. <laughs> you just yeah. keep, you keep, you keep hacking at it until you find a good one. I think they'll go glasses, and then they'll go mustache. Yeah, true. That's yeah. how they'll do it. And when you say that, you mean Groucho Mark's glasses. <laughs> Clip on mustache. <laughs> yes. Great. Uh, but it won't be till much, much later, mm. I'd imagine. Did you want to talk about the Gotham ratings? Yes, actually. Yeah. I don't know what they are. I don't know what I mean. Oh, great. Didn't you say before you wanted yeah, to talk about Yeah, but I thought you would have I thought you would have all the information. Mr. Ratings information. <laughs> when you, so when you said you wanted to talk about it, you wanted me to mention the ratings. Correct. So. <laughs> and then I'd say something funny, like I do in my brain. Head brain. Yep. Look, it was it was strong. Put it that way. Okay. And uh, much stronger than um, than uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And not only that, uh, uh, more critically acclaimed than... Agents no, of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, maybe not that. Um, it was just very critical, critically acclaimed. Let's put it that way. Interesting. Okay. Uh, what, did, what was your general thoughts on Gotham? First of all... I think what the, were the ratings? Yep. What were the ratings? Uh, no, shut up. <laughs> you, uh, I could look it up, but I'm not gonna. It's out of spite. <laughs> God cast. Uh, I thought the casting is pretty good. Yeah, Ben McKenzie's done well in that. I think he's. I think he's quite stoic. I think he's the weakest link in the show. Interesting. Okay. I don't think he's bad. Yeah, but I think I'll tell you who the weakest link is in a second. We'll get to her. Okay. We'll get to her. <laughs> okay. Sorry. We'll you're get right. To her shortly. You're right. Uh, um. No. Look, he's good, and I, I like him, and I did watch the OC. Not all of it, but <laughs> enough that I know what it is. Yep. But I feel like this is just these characters from the OC plonked into the Gotham world. Like, Harvey Bullock is Harvey Bullock. Yeah. That is exactly how I... Donal Logue is yeah. excellent at that. Yeah. Nails it. Yep. Right? I, I, I always see Gordon as, as bigger. Okay, Like, yep. taller. Like, more like... Not Batman size, but at least as tall. No, I think you're right. Maybe tall and rangy. Like, yeah. tall and thin. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But I think it's... Maybe it's the... But could just, for me, be the no moustache. Like, he does not <laughs> He does an okay job. Uh, yeah. He acts well and whatever. I found that line where he was like talking to young Bruce Wayne was like, "Oh, there will be light." I was like, "That's a bit." That's a bit much. Yeah. But I think that's. I don't think anybody could really sell that. No, line. no, no. Like McConaughey could. Yeah, I guess so. He'd be a great Gordon. No. Oh no. Ah, uh, all right. Who would? Yeah, Ben McKenzie. Ben McKenzie. I thought it was good. You didn't think it was good. That's fine. Don't no, Logue, no. Don't Logue as Harvey Bullock nailed it. Nailed He's it. great. Yeah. Yeah, I think he he nails any kind of. Kind of gruff, gruff bum. Kind of hasn't <laughs> yeah. shaved in a couple of days. Woke up in a yeah, gutter, yeah. kind of guy. Like uh, he's great in that. Yeah. Look, I, that, did you ever watch Grounded for Life? Yeah. Yeah. Liked it. Yeah. Okay. I liked him in it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. I've probably been a bit harsh on Ben McKenzie. It's one episode, and yeah. he did a good job with what he was. But I, I feel like he doesn't look the part. Okay. That's probably my speaking about problem. looking the part. 
What do you think of a six foot tall penguin? Is he six foot? He's got to be, right? <laughs> I don't know. He's very tall. Yeah, I, I didn't. Honestly, I didn't notice. He's, oh. You didn't notice how tall he well, was. Well, Ben McKenzie's not tall, right? Um, no. Do you do you want him to be fatter? No, he's got to be fat and like four <laughs> foot eight or something. Yeah. Right? Okay, fair enough. What about his face? Yeah. Okay. Ish. Yeah. Fine, good. That guy could be the next Bashimi. No. It's not ugly enough. Probably. Oh, and we got you know what. We, Potentially everybody in this series is the Joker. Well, A is the, but everybody pretty much. I would say eighty percent of the people introduced at some point become superheroes or have some sort <laughs> yep. of alter ego. Superheroes are super. A lot of nods. Some sort of. We got we got Edward Nigma, who yep. is clearly who is the forensics guy. Yeah, he's going to be. Who the just Riddler. seemed like he was the Riddler. Like That's true. Was, yeah, he just was. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I thought he was good. though. I thought he was well cast. Yeah, actually, yeah. But um, and I th- actually want element of that that I enjoyed was that clearly they're tired of his riddling. Yeah. Even by episode zero, before the series have started, everybody in that department is sick to death of him asking weird rhetorical riddle questions. They're like, shut your trap. Just give us the information. So yeah, and like Renee Montoya at some point, in the previous continuity of of DC, becomes the question. Okay, yep. Christmas Allen becomes the spectre, which isn't going to happen because it's magic. No, I'd be very surprised. Um, We got a guy who is going to become the Joker? Well, okay, so the way they're going to do it is they're going to have a new comedian every episode. Oh, really? Yeah. So that, so it's kind of... A mystery. You can't do the Joker until Batman shows up. Yeah, exactly. So, and the idea... Well, they might He's auditioning be, nightclub. Yeah. Right. That, I mean, maybe that's maybe it won't be that... won't be a weird audition every week. Right. Because <laughs> that would be weird. Uh-huh. But... Um, they should get guest stand-up comedians every week. Absolutely. Patton Oswald. Yeah, correct. He'd be a good penguin. Mark And Maron. he has been. Mark <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> um, I was going to say, but who do you think Fish Mooney's going to become? Oh, dead. I hope. <laughs> I, you know what? Because I didn't. I was unaware of her. You know her affiliation in the whole series. Yeah. Up until I watched it, I'm sure you probably told me, but I wasn't listening. That's fine. Um, but given that she, the Penguin, is her subordinate. Yeah. They have clearly created her and named her so somebody can say we're going to feed this fish to the Penguin. <laughs> Right, <laughs> yes. that's what's going to happen because he's like he needs to take over some organised crime in Gotham. Yes, she's going to be killed in the final episode. Spoilers, of by one. the way, I guess for this episode we haven't oh, yeah. said that. Spoilers for all this, whatever. Right. Go, sorry, go on. I would imagine the timeline's going to be she's going to be killed by him at the end of the first season, right? I hope so. Yeah, like yeah. you said, yeah. She's a non-character, right? What do you think of her as an actor? Fine. Okay. Do you like her kids? No, little wieners. <laughs> anyway, uh just yeah she's fine i guess yeah i think they kind of went they looked at the demographics of the gotham city and went we have a lot of really white guys can we solve that in one step yeah with a character we're going to annihilate at the end of season one (laughs) absolutely yeah yeah so fish moon you know you you're aware of my that's i'm putting my money on it somebody's going to say something like that and then the penguin's going to kill her right? all right she's going to be she's going to be carmine falcone he's well cast i thought he, he was oh, who was him I can't remember. Him. yeah but i thought he's gonna he's gonna team up with the penguin somehow they're gonna yeah. they're gonna bump her off yeah, yeah i think and he's gonna say penguin's gonna take over absolutely so you think everybody should be a comic book character how do you mean like or or not named Fish Mooney. Like, everybody should be somebody from the comic. Yeah, don't don't give us this fill-in character. <laughs> yeah. We know that... The, look, maybe they'll surprise me, and she will be the fan favourite, and they'll keep her along. And they'll introduce her into the comic, comic and books, animated yeah. series. Yeah. I doubt it. Like Lockup, that I keep mentioning. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I, I don't think... 
Yeah, I, I feel that any time they introduce a character like that, mm. they're going to bump them off. Because yeah. they're like, we need a disposable character. Mm. We can't use any of these. We can't kill any of these others no. in case we need the Spectre later on somehow. <laughs> We're going to introduce magic into this universe. Yeah. And what did you feel it was... Do you feel this was a new Gotham? Or do you feel it was reminiscent of any other Gothams that we've seen in the past? I think it was kind of a mishmash. Yeah. But I liked the look of the world. Okay. It wasn't as gothic as... Like a Tim Burton kind of thing. I feel it was I a liked. little bit bat- Batman 89. Yeah, but not like crazy crazy over the yeah, top. Yeah. yeah, but in a good way. Yeah, and it was modern day. Everybody's got cell phones or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't in that weird Batman animated series, vague modern day past where everybody's driving roadsters and yeah. wears hats. Yeah, yeah, Like Bullock has a hat, but he's the only one, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, good. yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to say, do you like the changes that they made to the origins? Like in particular, I don't know, Selena Kyle was there when... People's I thought it was interesting. I was going to bring up the origins as well. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I do. I'm going to have to watch more episodes to just, to find out. Mm. But traditionally, in every single, I think every single origin of Batman, the the shooting goes. Thomas hands over his wallet. Yeah. They think it's over. Then the mugger goes for the pearls. Yeah. There's a, there's a scuffle because stuff. Yeah. he thinks he's going to hurt his wife and then they both get shot. Yeah. But in this case, the pearls are handed over. No yeah. trouble. Bad guy kills them both. Yeah. So, I don't know. If if it is... See, I, at this point, I don't think... It can't just be a random mugging. No. I it, feel it has to deliberate. be an assassination. Yeah. And I don't know if I like the tweak there. Do you think it's a Falcone thing? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, look, or I would, a Mooney thing. Mate, oh, <laughs> oh, Fish Mooney's got a... Fingers in so many pies, murder pies, <laughs> fish pies. But I, yeah, I don't. I like the idea that I guess it's similar in that in the first Batman movie they gave Batman a clear definitive villain. It was the Joker that killed his parents, yeah. and then he got closure at the end to some degree. But I don't by like murdering that the Joker. by murdering the Joker. Yeah. yeah, I prefer the idea that look. I, well, the idea is that he doesn't get justice for that right either he's the the joe chill who yes. officially is is killed or they just never find him right, right. isn't that generally the, the yeah rule? i guess in, in yeah that again they've changed it over the years like in the, the original uh batman comics it was this guy called joe chill mm. uh then some other bad guys found out that he killed Batman's parents and turned him into Batman. They killed him. Yeah. And then in the 90s, they changed it so we never found out who killed Batman's parents. And the idea behind that was to make him even more grim and gritty. Like, he never found out and it made him, you know... Sure, But yeah. I guess... I guess it's more noble if Batman figures out who killed his parents, he stops them, or they're, they're stopped, and he decides to continue fighting crime anyway because he's fighting the good fight. Sure. So I guess but, that works. But I think even in the comics, it's got to the point where... He, 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 where he hasn't found the killer or the killer's dead, but he just does it anyway. Right, right, right. Like, he's not doing it because... Out of revenge. Out of revenge. He's doing it, yeah, because he that, that's the reason he does it anyway, isn't mm, it? Yeah. Isn't it? Who um, knows? I thought that scene was really good, well done, though. Like, it looked good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, and you know, it was uh, from the sense that, like, I don't know, it's weird. I, I like the 
Bruce Wayne's parents murdered scenes. Absolutely, that sounds, do. That sounds you just watch them on loop over and over. Well, there's an, actually you've got a supercut. Someone, someone put together a video of like all of them playing at once it's on YouTube. Wow, you can okay. check it out. But I just find that I, I find because they've all they're all obviously very similar, but there's all been different interpretations of it, and there's some really good animated ones and uh-huh. and, and whatever. But I, I just like seeing a different version on that. And part of me in my mind was like, oh, now we're going to cut to the Bruce Wayne training montage or whatever. Uh-huh. But we're not getting to that. Not for, for a long time. Many many. Smallville-esque years. Or are we? You... We'll talk about that later. I think maybe we... Do you think maybe flash we forward or something? I think there might be a time jump. I'd like that. Here's, here's like my thinking. Desperate Fish Housewives. Mooney killed at the end of season one, yeah. obviously. I reckon season three... Mustache. Season three, mustache. And also... Yeah, because exactly. Because then we can have the time jump. Mm. Season three, uh, we flash forward like five... Is he like 12 in this, maybe? It looks about that, yeah. Okay, so we flash forward maybe five years and he's 17, 18. Yeah. And then he comes... He's been out training a little. He's come back to Gotham for a little bit. Sure. And then he knows a little bit of karate. Yeah. And he can, you know, team up with Gordon or whatever. Absolutely. Look, I don't want a time jump. I want a Benjamin McKenzie to slowly grow his mustache. Definitely. <laughs> that's yeah. what I want to see. No, that's a great idea. I'd love to see that. Uh, even him in high school or whatever, like beating up bullies or whatever. Sure, yeah. Because we've never really seen much of that. Mm-hmm. So that would be fantastic. Was there enough heavy-handed foreshadowing of future events? God, that was so what do you think about Gordon pretending to shoot the guy? Is Bullock ever portrayed as that much of a corrupt cop in the comic? Uh, not I know really. he's a drunk, but he's not... No, he's he's one of the good... Generally speaking, he's one of the good guys. Yeah. Um, like, he crosses lines and whatever. Yeah, exactly. He crosses lines. Maybe the, maybe it's in the new continuities they've tweaked it a little. Yeah. But generally speaking, he's... He's never made someone, another cop, shoot someone. Has no, he? <laughs> correct, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I was okay with that. Yeah. I think he's bad in, in Batman 89. I think he's a bad guy. Is he? Okay. So, I don't remember. No, I don't remember. Either. I don't remember him being in it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, no, but the, yeah, they've, they've changed that character as well. So Yeah. Mm. But they have, so. a, I think they have a habit of doing that. Like Montoya is corrupt in uh, the, Nolan, the Nolan yeah, films. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah. Good point. I think they just, you know what I think they do is they put all the minor characters on a board and they throw a dart. It's called the corruption dart. And they just and whoever it hits, they're like, "All right, they're the bad guy in this one." And this time it's hit Bullock, so whatever. <laughs> Great stuff. But yeah, and I, I, that's actually when now you think about it, that's the, that's a shame because I like Bullock as a character. Yeah, but they didn't taint him by actually having Gordon kill him, so you could you could Bullock can have redemption from that, or that can be brushed over if Gordon really shot that guy, or even if the Penguin or. Bullock did it. If Bullock or Gordon killed the penguin, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you can't really come back from I that. guess so, but he did definitely say... Yeah, he did. I, you should kill him or I'll kill him and you. So, <laughs> Do you think they're going to come back and Bullock will be like, no, because I knew you were going to not kill him. I so... think they could, sure, I think they could justify it like that. That's Again, bullshit. it depends on how much people like this character. Yeah. I think they'll they'll if he becomes again a fan favorite and people write in letters like I love Bullock blah blah blah. Yeah. I think they will find a way in the dialogue to justify it and then say, "Hey, everybody, don't think back to the pilot yeah. where he got he tried to get Jim Gordon to shoot that guy." Would you watch a TV show called I Love Bullock? Yeah. It's like just a sitcom. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get all the grounded for life cast back. <laughs> yeah, sure. The really hot wife. I assume there was one. Yeah. The too hot for him. I think she's in the one with David Spade now. Ah, oh, right, right. Whatever that one's called. Right. David Spade is an annoying prick. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. So, yeah, how many stars, Mason? Um, What did I give Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Three and a half. I'm going to give this one... Uh, I'm going to give it three. 
Really? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't love. I, okay. Oh, by the way, you, you, I thought you were going to. Here's the scene. Here's the scene where we're introduced to Jim Gordon. He's in yeah. the police station. Yeah. They're very reminiscent <laughs> of Batman Year One. Yeah. Where he goes up in the tenement and he gets that guy. Yeah. You know. You so, know what I mean? And that's why you're giving it three. No, I'm just. I'm just going through some stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think what happened. I think you're reluctant to give it a higher score in case you get burnt. That's yeah, what I, no, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think I I'm reluctant until I see another maybe one more episode. I thought a lot of it is kind of maybe a little bit of some some of the some of the scenes and dialogue were a little bit ham fisted. I thought the scene where Montoya goes to Barbara in her apartment is like. Your fiance's corrupt. He's oh, a real right. piece of crap. Yeah. Blah blah blah. That was what, what was that? What was that exactly? Yeah. yeah. Did you like... You know who was really good? Fish Mooney. Yes. But even better, Alfred. I didn't like him necessarily. Really? Yeah, didn't didn't care for him. Thought he was too cockney. Yeah, he was pretty cockney. I thought they've gone... I think they went, you know what, Michael Caine's great in uh, Nolan movies. Let's make him even more cockney than that. <laughs> and I think they should have gone the other way. I thought... I think... More upper class. I thought he, sh- he should have been proper. Maybe it's because I really like that guy. What's that he been actor? in otherwise? Uh, Dog Soldiers. Ah, oh, right. Okay. That's a great... The werewolf. The werewolf film. Um, film. Great. Uh, he was. I think he was in Event Horizon as well and some okay. other stuff. Okay, okay, fair point. Look, I liked his outfits. Sure. I'll give him that. He had some great suits. <laughs> sure. Wearing a nice Chesterfield Absolute. during the funeral scene. It was great. Velvet collar. I loved it. <laughs> but that doesn't save him being all, Oi, governor. <laughs> Gordon, eh? Yeah, right, Gordon, I think, is it? I think they... Yeah, I, I actually, you know what? In hindsight, you're right. Because I like the idea that he's military trained, uh-huh. but he doesn't need to be cockney, does he? Yeah. Or whatever he is, I don't know if he's really Cockney. But, uh, I don't know. I don't Maybe know. Maybe he's from Liverpool. He's probably from Liverpool. Yeah. All right. However many stars. Let's move on. Yeah, I'm gonna say three. All right. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do. Let's revisit back. it next. It's. You know what? It's weird that Gotham is a thing now. This series. Yes, it is. It, it's. It. It seems so theoretical until this episode came out. <laughs> Just like, yeah. Are they really gonna do that? <laughs> are they really gonna have a crack at this? All right, they are. They bloody did it. Mm-hmm. All right. I just want to quickly talk about, as I mentioned before the show. Uh, Star Wars Rebels. You didn't mention it before the show. Do you? Didn't no, you I didn't. Say, I said, I'm no, going to talk didn't. about Star Wars Rebels. Did you? Yes. Huh. I haven't seen it. <laughs> no, I know you haven't. Is it not out yet? No, it, it's come out on uh, online. So it stars Freddie Prince Jr. Is this a joke? No. <laughs> no. Fantastic. Uh, look, look, did you watch any of the Clone Wars? No, not really. I watched the first Clone Wars movie, the only Clone Wars movie. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I watched the first few episodes and I was like hate this not watching it fantastic but apparently it gets a lot better like really really good in season three mm-hmm. but I'm after not... the time jump <laughs> after the time jump when they go a long long time ahead and it's modern day earth that's right yeah yeah but i, I i'm not gonna go back to it because I, I you know i'm happy to leave all that prequel stuff behind sure forever let's just not forget about it it's there we know it's there but <laughs> like the <laughs> shadow in the corner it. of our mind and eye but this one, this this new series is set about five years before A New Hope. Even the phrase A New Hope is said in it. So you're impressed by that, aren't you? So they've worked that in. I really hope we have A New Hope. <laughs> it, I, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's clearly a kid's show. Uh-huh. Like it, it, it is for kids. But, but there's a lot to like if you like Star Wars as much as you really. do. I don't really. <laughs> then it, like, it's an entertaining uh, watch. It's, it feels more like the original movies. Like The characters are quite engaging even though they're... You know, weird kind of. They look like Thunderbirds a little bit. That's okay, kind of sure. the look that they've gone for in these. Uh, I mean, the story was just 
a series of multiple heists and ambushes. I like, love heists. Just this, I'm on board now. Yeah. But I think I'm going to stick with it for a little bit. I, I might, you know, lose interest. But what's interesting is a lot of this is apparently going to be worked into the new movies. So, this is in continuity. This is in continuity. Mm. So I'm, I'm interested to see where, where it goes. And I just, I'm just hanging out to see Obi-Wan come back because that's the one thing I do love about the prequels is Obi-Wan Kenobi mm. and Dexter Jetster. Sure, yeah. So, any of those two <laughs> things I'm happy with. So yeah, if you like Star Wars, Mason... I don't. You don't. <laughs> Might be worth a look. I'll give it a look. Cause I'll it's also, ice. you know, Simon Kinberg, who wrote X-Men Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. He's like the showrunner for it. Okay. And I think head writer. He also is writing the upcoming... Uh, it has written the upcoming Fantastic Four movie and Jumper. Fantastic Four never to be released. <laughs> so yeah, that's everything for this week. I think we're going to discuss before we get into other things. Fantastic. Let's do what we read in. Okay. What we going to You know read? what? I, I had a thought... What we read in, and I might mention this before on the on the show. In fact, I probably have. It's almost certain that I have. Was there a pause there that I could put the theme song in? Yeah. Okay. I put in. Put it in now. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? Uh, have we talked about terriers? No. Terriers Maybe. is a series that Donald Logue was in. Mm. Uh, I think it was on FX. Oh. Maybe go on. Talk. We've, yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't Let's matter. Who cares? It's a great series. Uh, we've got new listeners now. Yeah. So allegedly, right. one new listener. One new listener. Um, and it's a it's a series. Uh, I was on FX, and it was a sort of a detective show. Sure. Not true detective esque, but sort of, kind of. And it was about these sort of down on their like private detectives. Mm. Uh, Donald Logan, another guy, mm. and they're going through you know, like stuff in their private lives, and they're trying to solve a murder and blah 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 blah. And it's really super good. Great. It's, great. it's got great characters. You really feel for the characters even after like one episode. But it didn't get much of a showing and it was only one season. But it's okay, really good. how many episodes? 13 maybe, something like that. Was it better than the Gotham pilot? Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, but it's great. Uh, but apparently not a lot of people watched it or maybe the wrong people watched it because it was called Terriers and all the promotional materials had like Don't say terriers. dogs. Oh, yeah, it had God, dogs. It no. generally had dogs in it because there's a dog in the, like the, the character, there's a dog in the show. Yeah. But all the promotion. I presume it, it was terriers because terriers are kind of scrappy. And, yeah, exactly. And like, that's exactly oh, it. Yeah. God. But I think Ugh. maybe what happened is people who loved, like, you know, action packed Bob gritty Patterson crime show? stuff. No. What was that? Bob Morrison. Bob Morrison show. I think people who enjoyed, like, you know, gritty, earthy, you know, crime shows with lovable protagonists. Mm didn't know it was happening, so no. they didn't watch it. And people who really love shows about dogs to switched it on, realised it wasn't that, and switched off again. So, yes. <laughs> so it didn't get a much of a viewing. But if you have... Uh, if you've got some time on your hands, watch that. It's really great. I have much time. I know you do. Yeah. And also, if I have talked about this, what you should probably do is go back and super cut those together and see if my description is the same or different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you... Reading. Got to read? Yeah, what you um, read? Somebody recommended a while back, or a few weeks back, and I can't remember who because I couldn't find the email or the tweet. Atomic Robo. Yep, that's great. It's really good. It is really good. Uh, it's quite funny, like irreverent, and it's clever, and it's like, it's a basically about, for those people who don't know, it's a, Tesla has built this robot. Mm-hmm. It's basically, it's a, it's a robot who, you know, is relatively strong and smart and whatever, and is basically and like a human. Sassy. And sassy. And he's been living multiple decades since like the mid-20s or early 20s, mm-hmm. maybe. And it, it, it jumps back and forth in time. Like he has adventures in World War Two, and then it's modern day, and then it's the 80s, and it's the 30s, and whatever. It jumps all over the place. And it's all very it's all very interconnected. So characters... He has a beef with Stephen Hawking. Yep. And I've, I've only really read up to where 
you first see that, but I don't know where that's come from. So I'm interested to find out uh-huh. about that. And 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 more weaves doesn't weave in and out of like massive historical figures in the sense of like presidents or celebrities or whatever. It's more like famous scientists and uh-huh. whatever. I mean, you've read it, yeah. Some of it, he's, so you he's know. not the Forrest Gump. No, he's yeah, uh, yeah. But it's he's gr- been around the block. Yeah, yeah. But it's great, and I, I would highly recommend it. And thank you to whoever recommended that because I have forgotten. It was me. It wasn't. <laughs> So yeah, that's what I'm reading, Mason. Fantastic. Uh, um, Toby said, "Thanks, Toby." I just found, I just found it. All right. Uh, okay. Here we go. Ba, 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 ba. We got McDonald's sponsorship. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. <laughs> Eat it. It's terrible. <laughs> Get into it. All right. Uh, there's something else I was gonna read. Uh huh. I'm listening. I'm seeing the musical once this week. You know how I love musicals, inexplicably. Oh sure, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, you're familiar with Once the Movie. It's something about songs? Yes, it is. That's uh, all I the know. lead singer of the Frames. Uh-huh. It's a great movie. It's more like 2007 or six or something. Uh-huh. It's, it's kind of... The, the music is weaved in naturally into the story, so it's not like, and now we're singing because it's Greece and... Oh, okay, so it is a, it's, a, it's a musical movie. Yes. It's got songs. Okay, right. Yeah, and it's really good, and apparently the show's amazing, so I'm going to see that this week, and I'm very excited. Huh. Because I love musicals, Mason. You do love musicals. <laughs> you got a song in your heart. I and do. And a spring in your step. Yes. What, anything you're going to read? Well, that's it. Probably, I'm probably actually going to rewatch Darius. Sure, yeah, it's a good show. It's great. All right, all right. That's what we're reading for this week, Mason. Let's put the theme here. Okay. Uh, a few letters, three letters for this week. Fantastic. As I told you this, didn't I? I'm doing three letters. Yes. Just cutting it down. Okay. This one's titled "Richard Gear versus My Father-in-Law." Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> Have I got your attention? Boy, do you! Okay. I smell a new segment. <laughs> Uh, Richard grinding my gears is what we're going to call it. And look, if, if Richard Gear has wronged you in some way, email us in and we'll make the segment happen. But go ahead. This is from Mark. Hi, guys. Official Captain Canuck of the show here. Yes, I love you... it. He's <laughs> I... the Canadian Captain America. Okay. Yeah, I know who he is. Okay, fine. Jeez, Mason. I do a podcast about... I... Mm. <laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> I gather you guys like to hear about weird run-ins with celebrities and I have a story to share. Correct. Uh, my father-in-law, who is retired now, so he doesn't care if I tell the story, worked for several years at a high-end hotel in Toronto as an electrician. One day he asked uh, to service a guest's room because they were having issues connecting to the internet. Turns out the guest was Richard grinding my gears. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, my father-in-law didn't give a shit about Richard Gear. Um, that's quite common, I'd imagine. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, Even though celebrities are better than us. Yes. So he apologized for the issue and went about his work. He finished up, apologized again, and made his way to the door. When he was asked to stop by Richard Gear, Richard Gear then said to him, Do you know who I am? To which my father-in-law replied, Yeah, you're Richard Gear." Then he left the room. <laughs> Thanks for the show, guys, Mark. I just love that, this dismissive kind of... I never understood that. Do people really do that? Like, do you know who I am? Like, that's... I guess so, but... I, I... I mean, that wasn't malicious in any sense. Wasn't it, was it though? Because, okay, maybe it's the ultimate malicious thing to do. Yeah. Because it's not like the guy couldn't fix it and he's like, whatever, I'll, you can wait till tomorrow. And yeah. Richard Gere's like, don't you know who I am? I'm Richard Gere. Yeah. I was in... American Gigolo. American Gigolo. Shall we dance? Shall we dance? I don't know if you did that one. Yeah. Uh, But, like, the guy did the work and then he was about to leave. First night. Sorry, go on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Go on. And and then he's just, do you know who I am? Just has to... Has to put it in there. Yeah. I'm better than you because I'm Richard Gere. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. How dare you, Richard Gere. (laughs) Star of... Must love dogs. There we go. No, he's not in that, I don't think. Doesn't matter. I don't know. What's the one where he's Irish with Brad with uh, Devil's Own? No, Spy Game. Spike, no. 
the one with the jackal. He does his okay. Irish accent. Right, okay. There you go. So there you go. Thanks, Mark. Absolutely. Love a Richard Gear story. Mm. <laughs> if anyone has any stories about celebrities being dicks or great, send them to Richard Grunt of My Gears. <laughs> Spell G E R. Yes. That's right. Uh, this is from Daniel. Hey, James and Mason. Hey, Daniel. I've completed the challenge I undertook on your behalf. I've compiled a list of all the official members read on air of the Weekly Planet. I apologize for any spelling mistakes or any ones that I've missed. He emailed this through, but this is also on the Reddit. That so is amazing. If you want to be an official thing or we've named you an official thing, you, you don't need our permission, by the way. Not at all. Just chuck it in the Reddit. Ch- you throw it in the Reddit thread, yeah. absolutely. Speaking of, we've signed up, haven't we? I'll do it tomorrow. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't either. Uh, I'd like to recommend uh, the neo-noir Kill Me Three Times, which I saw at the uh, Toronto Film Festival. Simon Pegg waved at me. That's a nice celebrity story. Yeah. I like Simon Pegg. It was a great black comedy and it features patron saint, patron saint of the podcast. Callum Mulvey. Correct. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's exciting. Firstly, I'd like to say that the kind and funny atmosphere of your show is amazing and it's no wonder you guys have such a loyal and loving fan, pa- fan base. Shut up. Oh. No, I'm kidding. He's good. It's having, having a laugh. Right? I was going to say it is no wonder, but... Uh, um, yeah, How about you shut up? <laughs> I've, I've gone mad. <laughs> Richard, you're mad. Uh, that's from Daniel Dector, official, the watcher of the podcast. P.S. My Twitter, Twitter handle is at Shogun MyFune, M-I-F-U-N-E. Do with that information what you will. I will read that out. That's what I'm going to do with that. Blocked. <laughs> Reported. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. Uh, okay. This is uh, the last one I'm going to read, I think. Yes. Greetings from Malaysia. This is from Ivan Brackets, something I forgot to include. I have a Batman joke. You love jokes, don't you? Yes. Exclusively Batman jokes. So here we go. Good. If you've got a Batman joke, do we want it? Yeah. Tweet Mason. Because we get enough emails. I mean, great. (laughs) I have a Batman joke that I... But I exclusively like Batman jokes that are longer than 140 characters. Sure. Absolutely. Um, he forgot to, uh, that he forgot to include in his email. He wrote a lovely email. I mentioned a bit after this. But here's the joke. What is it called when Batman leaves church early? I don't know what it... Michael Keaton. No. Christian Bale. Oh, I get it. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that was good. No, but uh, he also wanted to ask us if we'd read uh, Batman Odyssey by Neil Adams. Have you read that? I read the first one. And Apparently. it's insane. Yeah, that's what he says it's here. So I and how know. insane that the book is. And it's but it's quite recent. It's within the last couple of years. Okay. Is it before 50, New Fifty Two? It must be. Yeah, it's sort of out of continuity. Okay. Um, but it's Neil Adams' art style has gotten a little bit weirder. Like yeah. Neil Adams did Batman comics in the seventies. Yeah. And so it's sort of reminiscent of that. Yeah. But it's a little bit weirder, and the storyline is madness. <laughs> I think he's got a gun in it. <laughs> it's been a while, but yeah, it's uh, sure. definitely check it out if you can. Absolutely. If you see it in a bargain bin or something yeah, for yeah. a buck or whatever, grab it. It's an insane, so it's not insane in a good way. Ah, uh, look, I'd have to reread it, but it's, yeah, it's mental. <laughs> Great. That's the show for this week, Mason. Mm. A few things just quickly to mention. Sean Willits, you familiar with him? Boy, am I, yes. I thought you were going to bring this up last week on the podcast because you talked all about animation. Yeah, I kind of forgot. (laughs) There's a whole bunch of stuff I forgot. You know how we we have our... I thought you covered everything in that episode. We we thought about it. (laughs) Our intermittently recurring segment, Dave Crulier, where listeners email in. Oh, you got one. No, we didn't. But I was going to say where uh, where listeners email in about stories that from the time Full House star Dave Crulier was mean to them. Uh, Tommy Dasselow supported Bob Saget. (laughs) 
when he was in town when he did his stand up really? tour in Australia. So uh, and I forgot to ask about that. Oh, so you, you don't actually have a story about it? No, I don't. Fuck. I'll you. ask him. I'll ask him. <laughs> Please do. Stories. All right. <laughs> Uh, no, but Sean Willis has been working on a Weekly Planet animated series. Well, I've, You've which, seen like 30 seconds I've of it. I've seen her off cut of that. It's amazing. It's about, it's about a minute and a half. It's going to go up on Thursday, I think. Uh-huh. It takes a long time. Now, look, even if you hate this show, which... And you do. You do. It's, it looks amazing. Yeah, it does. Doesn't it? So I'm yeah. really excited to do that. I just wanted to say we really appreciate mm-hmm. Sean. I'm back and forth. And he even got my it. weird, creepy stoner eyes right. They're, I don't... <laughs> I don't know what the deal is with those eyes, but they just, they're so droopy. And you I never it. thought that. I it's, never thought that about you. Yeah. But yeah. Look I, at, just look at photos of me. They're not. Sure. Why am I always kind of. Uh... But um, I'm really looking forward to doing that. And, and we're talking about maybe like extending it. Like you might do like four or five minute episodes or That's something. That's very exciting. So, yeah. Because, you know, it's really bad because I, I, well, not bad. It's great because I look at what he's done. I look at what I've done. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, sure. mine is garbage. Your output is garbage. <laughs> Comparatively. But yeah, it is what it is. Also, Watch Mojo contacted me, Mason. Uh-huh. They said you're fired. Oh. We're getting in someone. Else. And at the same time, woo! I'm free. <laughs> they lifted the curse. Uh, remember that I talk about a YouTube thing that I was going to get on the YouTube critics list or something? Oh yeah, sure. That, um, I think I might be going on it because they said we want to put you in a video. Cool. Um, contact us or whatever. So I guess people could go to the Watch Mojo top YouTube critics and vote. I guess. I'm in the top 10, but I don't think I'll get in. I think they'll push me out for other things. Sure. Because I'm, I'm way lower than everybody else. Like a farting dog. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like everybody else on there like is very well known. And then it's me who's just like, and I review like four movies a year. So it's, I don't really do Also, it's a critics. It's a critics list. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not really, I'm not really anything in life or in this. So... <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. Thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk for the themes, though. Absolutely. Every Legends. time. Nail it every time. Yeah, they do. How do they do that? Because they re-record it every week. Every they? week. They're in the studio live every time. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, guys. Thanks for coming in from America every week. <laughs> I know we can't pay you. I know it's very expensive to fly over here. And why do we insist you fly first class every time? I don't know. It's thousands of dollars. You've earned it, you guys. You have it, Treat yourself. Mm. So, yeah, thank you to those guys. And just everybody grab that gem, I grab guess. Grab that gem, guys. Yeah. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Assorted fart noises. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 